Well, you've probably noticed, you've probably observed that we do have a new theme for 2016. If you'll remember back in 2015, way back weeks ago, we built many of our sermons and many of our classes and many of our activities around that theme, our 2015 theme, which was, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In 2015, we repeatedly emphasized the importance of being committed being committed heart and soul and mind and body and strength, committed to serving the Lord. And repeatedly, we called on each other to be a house that daily picks up their crosses and daily follows Jesus. And while we move into this new year and we leave that theme behind, we certainly aren't going to leave behind the importance of service. In fact, this year's theme in many ways, equipped to serve, in many ways, is an outgrowth, and it's a continuation of last year's theme. And one of the reasons why we chose this theme is because we all recognize, I think we all understand that while committing to serve, choosing to serve, while those things are vitally important, while those are absolutely necessary for us, they're not enough. I want you to think about it for a minute with me. In what other walk of life do we send people out to do important work just based on a commitment, just based on a choice? We don't hand someone a scalpel and send them into the operating room the minute that they choose to be a surgeon, do we? We don't hand someone the controls in the cockpit the moment they decide that they want to be a pilot. We know that that's not a good idea. We don't immediately hand the car keys to our children the first time that they say they want to drive. We know that's not wise. See, we understand that in order for people to be able to successfully do important work, for someone to be equipped to competently perform a task that they need to do, they need to be equipped. And this new theme is a recognition, it's an acknowledgement that the important task of serving the Lord requires not only commitment... It also requires equipment. I think too often in the church we've been really good about celebrating the choice and the commitment that new Christians have made when they are baptized into Christ. And we should celebrate that. But then after that celebration, too often we haven't equipped our new brothers and we haven't equipped our new sisters for their new life as servants of Jesus Christ. In effect, we have handed them the scalpel. In effect, we have given them the controls. In effect, we have tossed them the keys to the car without equipping them to serve. So in this coming year, we're going to try to take some steps to remedy that failing. We're going to work toward this house at Netherwood Park, not only being a committed house, but an equipped house. So throughout this year, we'll be focusing on the first part of our new theme. We'll be focused on equipping. We'll be focused on preparing and training and doing that for each other so that we can live the lives that we have committed to live. But we'll also focus on the second part of our theme. We'll also focus on why we are equipping, why we are training, why we are preparing For what are we being equipped? For what are we being trained? For what are we being prepared? 
See, it's not merely an intellectual, it's not merely an academic exercise. We're to be equipped for a purpose, and that purpose is to serve. It's to work. It's to serve and work in God's kingdom. So this year, we'll also focus on the works of service that we are called to, the works of ministry that we're all called to, the work of our Lord and Master Jesus Christ that we're all called to. And I hope that we'll all embrace just how important this focus is. I hope that we'll all see just how vital this topic is to each of us individually and to our church family here at Netherwood Park. See, I believe it's time that we embrace the fact that we are called to live life together as the body of Christ. And we're called to equip each other. And we're called to train each other. And we're called to prepare each other so that this entire body can be strengthened and built up. Strengthened and built up so that we can look and sound and act just like Jesus Christ. Mature, powerful, complete. And right up front, I want to make sure that everybody understands where I'm coming from. See, I believe that the way that most of us live life together as a church body, the way that most of us do church, simply isn't and hasn't and doesn't equip us individually, and it doesn't equip us collectively to be the servants that we have committed to becoming. In fact, I'll maintain that most of us, the way that most of us do church, can't equip us to be the servants We have committed to be. See, I'm afraid that most Christians in America, for most Christians in America, church has become like a pharmacy. I think it was intended to be more like a gym. What do I mean by that? Well, here's what I mean. Church was never intended to be a place that we visit occasionally to get a dose of religious medicine. A dose of religious medicine that will carry us through until the next time we feel the need for another religious fix. It's never meant to be like a pharmacy. See, instead, church was always intended to be a group of people who live life together with common goals and common love and common concern. Where we encourage each other and we challenge each other and we push each other to grow and develop and to strengthen We don't do that in competition, but we do that so the whole body is equipped, the whole body is trained, the whole body is prepared to serve and serve together, to serve together with maturity and unity and strength. Simply put, the question I want us to grapple with this new year is whether Netherwood is going to be like a pharmacy or whether it's going to be like a gym. And I know Paul doesn't use pharmacy or gym imagery when he writes to the church in Ephesus. But I do believe that Paul is asking that body in Ephesus, in that place, he's asking them to grapple with these same questions as he encourages them to live a life that's worthy of the calling that they've received. So I want to invite you again to listen to Paul. And this time, listen to him call us to a life of service that's worthy of our calling, the calling that's come from Jesus Christ. 
Once more, Ephesians chapter 4, beginning in verse 11. Paul writes, It was Jesus who gave some to be apostles, and some to be prophets, and some to be pastors, and some to be teachers. And the immediate question we'd ask is, why did he give some to fill those roles? And Paul answers it by saying, to equip God's people for works of service. Not just for works of service, but works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And he continues in verse 14. He says, then, once we've been equipped and once we've been built up, then we will no longer be infants. No longer tossed back and forth by the waves. No longer blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men and their deceitful scheming. No, instead, we will speak the truth in love. We will, in all things, grow up into him who is the head. And that is Christ. See, it's from Christ that the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love. As each part does its work. As this year progresses, we'll return to this passage. We'll look at this passage from a variety of different angles. But what I want to do in the rest of our time together this morning, I want us to just quickly move through some of the foundational truths that we learn here from Paul. Some foundational truths that will help set the foundation for us in our year-long focus on equipping And on serving. So throughout this year, as we talk about how we are equipped to serve, it will always be with these truths as our starting point. When we talk about equipping the body, we'll always recognize that we have to allow the head of the body to lead our efforts. There's some things that we need to understand. See, the elders are not the head of this body. The paid ministers are not the head of this body. Jesus Christ is the head of this body. And Jesus and only Jesus knows exactly what this body needs in order for it to be equipped to serve like he would have them serve. So number one truth, we will allow Jesus to lead and we will follow where he leads. But we'll also embrace the reality that every member of this body is a minister. Every member. Every member of this body is a servant. You know, Anthony and I happen to have business cards, and those business cards proclaim that we are ministers. But that's kind of misleading, because we're just two ministers in a whole family, a whole body of ministers here at Netherwood Park. So throughout the year, we will be reminded that every one of us is a minister. And not just a minister. But we're all important ministers. We're vital ministers. Every one of us is an important and needed and valuable minister to this body. So I hope and I pray that as this year progresses... That you, that every one of us will become convinced that you and your ministry are vitally needed by this church, by this body. 
And I know that for many of us, that's a hard truth to grasp. It's something that's hard for us to grab hold of because we know how imperfect we are. We know how flawed we are. We know how inadequate we are. We know how much we have messed up in the past. We know those things about ourselves. And since we know that, it can make it really difficult to believe that we, each one of us, has an important part to play in the life of this church. But I want to remind you that that's the beauty of the body of Christ. See, because Jesus Christ is the head of this body, all of us, all of these imperfect parts that are gathered here today, all of us can be joined and can be united into a body that can do the Lord's work. So throughout this year, we will strive to recognize that every one of us has been gifted by Jesus Christ through his spirit with an important role, an important function, an important job, a vital function to this body. Every one of us is gifted, just as every one of us is imperfect. And it's reassuring to know that Jesus hasn't left us alone in our imperfections. See, Jesus has also given his body some leaders within the body. And their role is to help each of us in our imperfections. We can ask the question, why has God lifted up elders and our shepherds and our pastors Why has God lifted those people up? Why has God given us gifted teachers in this body? Why has God given us talented proclaimers of his word in this body? Well, Paul answers that question by saying he's lifted those people up. He's given them to the body to equip us. It's to train us. It's to prepare us. Even in our imperfections. God has given us leaders to repair what is broken, and to supply what is missing in his body. And that's very important for us to understand because we know that every one of us is broken, and we know that every one of us is incomplete. We all need to be repaired. We all need to be supplied. Which means that not only does the church vitally need you, But you vitally need the church. That makes sense, doesn't it? The body needs all of its parts. And all of the parts need the body. We, each of us, the individual parts of this body are all needed so the body, so the collective body can be fully equipped, fully trained, fully prepared to serve. And each of us, the individual parts of this body, need the body, the collective body. Brothers and sisters, we need each other. We need each other so we can be individually fully equipped, fully trained, fully prepared to serve in our ministry to the body. We live life together to equip and be equipped. And we need to understand that that's the only way to grow and build up the body. Is to live life together, being equipped and equipping each other. 
So this body, the collective body, this body as a whole must be our focus. See, the aim of each one of us, every individual and every individual's ministry, the aim must be and should be that we are going to build up and strengthen not us, but the body, the collective body, the whole body. The focus isn't on strengthening and equipping me. And the focus isn't on strengthening and equipping you. The focus is on strengthening and equipping the body. But we do that by strengthening and equipping each other individually. See, I'm equipped and you're equipped so the body will be better equipped. I'm strengthened and you're strengthened so the body as a whole is made stronger. So that we grow together, so that we grow into the mature and powerful body of Christ that we are called to be together. I'm reminded of a guy I used to see in the gym back in my graduate school days. My brother and I called him Biceps Man. has a nice ring to it, Biceps Man. See, every time we went to the gym, Biceps Man was there. And when we left the gym after doing our workout, Biceps Man was still there. And we only saw Biceps Man do two things during that entire time we were in the gym. He curled and he posed. And he curled and he posed. And he was doing that when we walked in, and he did that the entire time we were there, and he was still doing it when we walked out. You need to understand that Biceps Man had some impressive biceps. Unfortunately, Biceps Man, Bicep Man, Biceps Man, that's what it sounds, Biceps Man's legs looked like toothpicks. See, Biceps Man had strengthened one part of his body impressively. But he had neglected the rest of the body. He wasn't equipped to do anything else but pose with his biceps. Well, I tell you that story because I want you to know that we are determined. We're determined to strengthen the whole body of Christ here at Netherwood Park. The entire body. And we're determined to do that so we won't be just a group of posers. So that we'll be a body that's built up and strengthened to serve the Lord just like our Lord served. And I also want to let you know that I'm really excited. I'm really excited about this coming year and what we're planning on doing. Because I'm convinced that with Christ as our head, and with each one of us utilizing the gifts that we've been given... Utilizing the gifts that we've been given to equip and build up the body... And with our leaders in place who are working to heal our brokenness and are working to supply what we are missing, I'm convinced that when we look in the mirror, we're going to see a built-up body of Christ. We'll see a body that's mature. We'll see a body that's unified. And not just mature and unified, but a body that has a mature and unified faith. A faith in our God a faith in his son, a faith in the head of this church, and a body that has a unified and mature knowledge, a body that not only knows about God, but knows God. 
A body that not only knows about Jesus Christ, but knows Jesus Christ. A body that not only knows about the Spirit, but knows the Spirit. A body that not only reads Netherwood news and notes and knows about the other members of the body, but a body that knows the other members of the body. See, I'm convinced that we will look in the mirror and we'll see a body that collectively, with all of us joined together, all of us united by Jesus Christ and united in Jesus Christ, I'm excited to think that we will see that we as a body have the very nature of Jesus Christ. And I also think that we'll look and see that we're growing. In numbers, yeah, probably. If we look in the mirror and we see that united, built-up body, I believe that we will grow in numbers, but that's not the main thing I'm concerned about. I think that we'll see that we're growing more and more to be like Jesus Christ. And that's what we're called to be. So my invitation to you, to all of you, to each of you, my invitation to my fellow gifted but imperfect members of the body of Christ, my invitation to each one of you is to take the challenge with me and take the challenge with your leaders. Take the challenge with your brothers and sisters here at Netherwood Park. The challenge that's posed by our big question Our big question for this new year. Will we, will we devote our lives and our ministries to building a body of Christ in this place, which looks and acts and sounds like the perfectly mature man? The perfectly mature man, Jesus Christ. That's my invitation, and that's our challenge. Let's pray together. Father, we love this time of year. We love new beginnings. We love looking ahead and and imagining what's possible. And Father, we we know all things are possible through you. And Father, we just pray that you will help us all to be people who recognize how important we are to this body. And help us to be people who recognize how important this body is to us. Help us to focus on growing and strengthening and building up this body so that we are truly equipped to serve in the way that you would have us serve. Father, bless our efforts. Help all of our efforts to be done with Jesus as our head, with him leading us where he would have us go. And Father, we pray this through his name, Jesus, who is the Christ. Amen. So let me end by saying that if you're here this morning and you would like to be a part of a body who is determined to be built up, to be complete, to be whole. If you'd like to be a part of a body that is determined to look and act and sound like Jesus Christ, we would like for you to join us. You may feel that you are too imperfect to be a part of us. Let me reassure you that if you are imperfect, you will fit in perfectly with this body. Because we're all imperfect members, all striving to be what Jesus has called us to do through his strength and through his power. If you would like to be a part of this body, won't you let us know? You can do that in a couple of different ways. We're going to sing a song. It's called an invitation song. And we invite you to come to the front and let us know that you would like to be a part of this body. 
If you'd rather, you can make your way to the back. You can ask for directions to our library. In our library, you'll find one of our elders and his wife. They'll be there. They would love to talk to you about what you need to do in order to become a part of this body. Join us in this journey as we seek to build up this body. Whatever your needs are, won't you let us know while we stand up, while we sing this song together.